You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. I remember years ago when I first started coaching. And I was really in a place of discovering, in many ways, who I was as a coach, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be a part of. And it was experimental in a lot of areas. I first started to work with men on men's stuff and then had found my way working, uh, really doing kind of like phone coaching for John Gray's company, Ask Mars Venus. And found that I was just answering a lot of questions from women that were calling up and calling in about the men in their lives. And so that became working with men then talking to women about the men in their lives. And then it became about couples, all kinds of couples, married couples, not married couples, same sex couples. It didn't really, it, it, it didn't matter. It's couples, right? So that was, became my my thing for a really long time. And then a lot of times people would love to label what I did. They say, Oh, Oh, you're a life coach. You're a life coach, right? Because that became the buzzword for a really long time. Everybody was a life coach. You're going to, you're going to help me figure out my life. (laughs) I say, well, no, I'm actually a relationship coach. And then I went from relationship coach to a relationship advisor. Because that's what I was really doing is I was advising people based upon my experiences in a relationship, the challenges that I've gone through, the things that the tools that I've put into place that have helped me to really go next level with within my own relationship. But so it was a combination of, of my education and my actual experience. So I, I, I knew from which I was talking and discussing and sharing. Um, but that felt more like an advisor than necessarily a coach because everybody was a coach. Everybody's going, oh, well, you know, I think I'm going to, I was doing this and for my career, I think I'm going to be a coach. Like it just became, everybody became a coach, which is fine. Uh, provided that you're operating from a place where you're actually coaching people on things that you really know and understand that you have hopefully a unique perspective and a unique voice as we all do. But I just never, the, the word coach just, just started to work on me a little bit. And I'm like that with words. After a period of time, I have gotten tired of the word mindset. <laughs> oh yeah. Mindset's everything. Mm-hmm. And I became more enamored with heart set. And, you know, and then the buzz is all about leadership. Oh, I'm a leader. I'm a leader. I'm a leader. I'm a leader. There's like, you ask people what leadership means and you get 9,000 different responses. It's all okay. It's just ultimately defining for yourself and for me to define for myself how I want to be seen based upon what it is that I'm really doing. 
how I'm really participating in somebody's life. And so every time some people would ask me, because that was always the thing, like you're out and about, you're talking with people, and it inevitably comes down to, so what do you do? (laughs) Yeah, and it's easy to say I'm a coach, because after a while, everybody had an idea of what a coach was, or at least thought they did. Oh, you're like a therapist. No. Oh, okay. So... (laughs) So there are a lot of different ways to define it, but, but the beauty of being asked that question all the time really put me in a position, gave me an opportunity to, to, in many ways, discover and practice what I was hearing myself say and then how I felt in my body when I would say it. And so advisor became, to me, much more in alignment with what I believe that I do. And then recently, over the past six months, I thought, well, I'm really, what, what am I really doing? What am I, I'm like a guide. I'm like guiding people along the path. I'm just guiding them. I can't tell people what to do. I mean, I could, but that's not what I believe my role is. And then all of a sudden, one day, somebody says, well, what do you do? And I go, well, I support people in re-remembering who they really are. I said, think of me as a, as a post-it note. That for many people, they, they already know who they are. They know what they're about. They've misplaced it. And it was a post-it note that fell somewhere on the ground, fell under their desk, started gathering some dust, and it lost its stickiness. They forgot it was there, and they started to believe there were all these other things. And I'm the post-it note. I'm the post-it note that, that brings back the stickiness to re-remind, re-remind you of who you are, why you're here. And the reason I would say guide instead of saying coach was because if somehow somehow that, that term has just become in a way that, that I do the work, that the coach does the work. What is a coach? What is a guide? What is a mentor? What is an advisor? In, in essence, to me, it's getting to that place and understanding that who I am and what I do is is supporting people and re-reminding them of who they are and honestly who they've always been. And that somewhere along the way, they simply misplaced it. And that if I could be in a position to support them in seeing their life as more meaningful, seeing their life as more manageable, seeing it as more magical, seeing it as more measurable, then they can pretend to give me all the credit that they want. Oh, you, I've had people in the past say, oh, you saved our marriage. No. Oh, you saved my life. Oh, no, I didn't do that. You saved me from making a big mistake. No, I didn't do any of that. You did it. When I was in school getting my master's in spiritual psychology, which I've talked about, which is the study and practice of conscious awareness. When I used to work in the, we used to work in trios where you would have a chance to practice being the coach, quote unquote coach. Um, 
working with somebody on a, on a specific tool that you were utilizing, and they would actually be able to work something out on their own. And everybody, there'd be a neutral observer chair that would give feedback to the coach afterwards. And everybody would get a turn in each seat. So you get to practice what it is that you're learning. And one of the things on every sheet of paper that would give the instructions for every time we did a trio, we did God knows how many over two years. It always said, the first thing it always says is something to the effect of be reminded that the person sitting across from you has all the answers. In many ways, has all the wisdom, has all the knowledge. So what it did was it took the emphasis off of, of, of me having to have the answer for someone when they, when you are the answer. You're the answer. I'm the answer. And I used to always look at that and I used to always think to myself, wow, like this is fascinating. Like all of these situations and all of these circumstances of being in a position as a coach, as a mentor, as an advisor, when I looked at all of it, I simply experienced it in a way that allowed me to say, no, 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 I'm just here to support you in re-remembering who you've always been. Supporting you and reconnecting to it. And there's an expression that I heard years ago. If you spot it, you got it. That if you can see it in someone else, it has to exist inside of you. And if it exists inside of you, it means it exists inside of everybody. So then the issue becomes, how do we really support others? How do we really take a situation, circumstances that people are in and elevate them to another level? How do we support them in doing that for themselves? When I was first coaching, and I've told this story before a million times, and I was working with this one guy and we were having you know, great success together in this co-creative process. It's great success together. And then all of a sudden he came in and just shut down. Sat there for two or three weeks with his arms folded across his chest. Didn't want anything to do with anything. Didn't want to talk. Didn't want to say anything. Didn't want to participate in any level. At all. And I kept going, oh my God, did I do something wrong? I mean, what do I need to do? I, I, there's got to be, there's got to be something more I can do. Did I mess up somewhere? What else is there? And I ran this whole scenario through my brain and somehow I was not doing my job. I was not a good coach. Started judging myself. And I remembered. Always remember the person sitting across you has all the answers, has all the knowledge, has all the wisdom. I can't move somebody who doesn't want to be moved. I can't inspire somebody who isn't seeking inspiration. None of us can. And we get caught up in this idea that, oh, I'm a leader. I'm supposed to motivate other people. For how long? A phone call? You pump somebody up for 10 minutes and then something else triggers them and they're off their rocker and off their hook. And next thing you know, it's all a mess again. 
it's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to show up to be able to provide tools to help people unlock, to show them that there is actually a key that they've always possessed. To show them that there's different ways that they can access that information and be able to live a better quality of life. And it's always caught up in what, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And then helping and supporting people and just taking the edge off and calming down and realize, well, what, what are you being? Think about what are you being in the world? How are you being in the world? Asking powerful questions that most people don't ever hear. Slowing the conversation down long enough for someone to take a deep breath and go, well, hold on a second. Let me get back to the present moment. Let me answer from my presence and not my past. I've already done the past. So the goal is much simpler. Simpler is, is to be able to support somebody in, in just simply re-remembering who they are, who they've always been. And so much of that happens when we reconnect to the present moment and we support somebody in helping them understand the power of their inside game to impact their external world, their external reality, to the achievement of whatever goals and 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 things of excitement and enthusiasm that they want to bring forth in their life. The things that they want to manifest, the things that they want to create, the, the things that they want to vision forward. And the power that exists in that inside game. Not unto itself, but as a co-creator with the external world. We must take action. We must utilize our energy, our life force to take action in the world. But the quality of action is not for me to decide you need to go do this simply because I wear that hat that says I'm a coach when I'm really a guide. And that your success as you define success, not as I define success, as you define success is ultimately up to you. The times where people, I've heard people talk about someone being a good coach or a bad coach or specifically saying they're a bad coach is because the coach was sitting there telling, no, you need to do this. You should be doing this. Listen. If it's a should, it's probably a shouldn't. I've learned that for sure over time. <laughs> but it's so important for each of us to understand that when we have a sustainable pathway forward, and it's consistent, and it's ripe, but it has its seasons, and it has its challenges, and it has its disruptions and has it upsets, but we are more at peace with it because we understand this is part of the process and not a reflection of who we are. Because the inside game, because someone advising us, someone mentoring us, someone guiding us is showing us that we 
already have the answer. That we already are the answer. So yes, I'm a post-it note. I'm here to re-remind you. And I rely heavily on that inside game, on your inside game. To slow things down long enough for you to get back to center. For you to be in the present moment. To you to be in a place of gratitude and understanding. Of deeper awareness. And all of a sudden that cloud, that fog that's existed because you've been in fight or flight. Lifts. And what's left is the beauty of what you've always known. And all I did was support you in moving that cloud out of the way. Support you in clearing the skies so you could see more clearly who you are and who you've always been. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. (laughs) And if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time... Don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.